And welcome to another edition of the Stoutcast podcast. I'm your beer guzzling connoisseur host, Bob Moffat. With us today, guest host, Al Stavitsky. Say hi. Hi. And Chris Knapp. How's it going? We are at Imbibe in beautiful Reno, Nevada. We have three stouts that we're going to sample today, and we have two stouts that have, well, they claim to be black stouts. We're not sure what that is yet, but hopefully we're going to find out. We're going to start off with Jason Green, who is the... Brewmaster, owner of Imbibe Custom Brews. Man about town, beer savant, and you're going to start us off with what? Uh, we have our oatmeal stout, which is actually on the session scale of the ABV. It's only 4.7%, so you can sit down and drink two or three pints of it. Our customers love it. Um, it's full-bodied, just doesn't have the alcohol that you got in the, those big boozy candy stouts. What was the idea behind it when you went into it? So I'm a person, as I'm a smaller build, I like to drink beer. If I'm drinking 10% beer, I can drink two of them, and then I'm done. So I like to drink beer. So if I can drink four beers and still walk, I'm happy. So this is this is a beer that has all the flavor, and you can still walk around after you're done drinking three or four of them. So. Mr. Knapp, your thoughts? Well, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm a big guy, and I like to drink beer myself, but the 4.7, I'm liking what he's telling me right now. So let's all sample. Has a little bit of a bite to it, but a nice clean finish. What do you think, Al? Nice body, very clean. Not not bad. I'm not I'm gonna go into this. I should have said I'm not a real stout guy, but that was good. That was really good. So I like it. I like it. So what are we expecting what are we expecting to, to have come out of this taste wise? I mean you're gonna get like your rich burnt coffee, roasty grain character with some of the creaminess from the oatmeal. In a, in a smaller package than you're used to in like those big boozy stouts that are typically barrel aged and richer, creamy, you know, sugar packed beers. So. Just with the oatmeal and the coffee balance, how does that work? How does that play in your mouth? I, I like it and I'm not, uh, you know, a real nuanced stout guy. Now, I, it, it was good. Now, I have one question about the process with the oatmeal. Is it like, your oatmeal like I would have in the morning or is it ground up more fine than that? Please explain. You are uh, exactly right. It's like the oatmeal you have in the morning. It's uh, 50 pound bags of flaked oats dumped into the mash. So it looks identical to your morning oatmeal. Perfect. Only with other stuff in it. Describe the process a little more. So, you know, you're mixing in grains, barley malt, hot water around 150 degrees and the flaked oats they're all going into our mash tun and our mixer um, it looks like a seriously a hot bowl of oatmeal mixture with it's dark because you got all the roasted grains in there that uh, give you that coffee chocolate notes in the beer so it's uh, it's just like how you make every other beer except you're adding the flaked oats to the process One thing I really like about it is it doesn't have that ashy kind of gummy mouth thing going after you're done. Another thing is that it doesn't hit you over the head with the alcohol. And then the third thing is that the coffee is there, but it's not overbearing. You're expecting some, but it's it's nicely balanced. So on a scale of excellent, very good, good, fair, and I wouldn't feed it to my cat. I got to give it a very good. It's really smooth. It's light and smooth, and and I think it also kind of 
helps dispel that notion that stouts have to be heavy and that they're just gonna you're gonna have two and you're not gonna be able to see or walk. Al, your thoughts? Excellent, very good, good, fair, or not for the cat. No, I I go uh, very good, I, and I I happen to uh, I think this would be good for a cat. <laughs> cats unite, Mr. Knapp. Yeah, I think cats like beer. I agree with Al. Yeah, this is very good. Like I said, it's, it is very good. I was the, the only thing I keep. I love to ask questions. Uh, as far as the oats go, like standard oats, like not like a steel cut oat type thing. Just when you see a 50-pound bag of industrial, I guess, oats, it's not like a classic, like a steel cut, but a regular cut type of deal. Quaker oats. Quaker Quaker oats. Perfect. Thank you. That's what I need. Brand recognition is what I'm looking for. You can use steel cut oats and all that stuff, but this beer particularly has, like, the Quaker oat look. You know, you're getting, like, you literally, I could mix it up with hot water and have oatmeal. It's great. Your, your oat knowledge really is off no, the charts. No, it's funny because the older I get, I do love oatmeal. And when I'm home, it's almost every morning oatmeal with some honey and almonds and pine nuts and cranberries or blueberries. So I do love my oatmeal. And you'd think I would love an oatmeal stout more, but, you know, this might just send me over the edge and start drinking more of them. This way you can have oatmeal for breakfast and dinner. Exactly. All right. Now, we're going to move on to the, I think we're going to go to the, any idea how to say that? Coffee, vanilla, black. That part I can read. The top, <laughs> the, the top part. Dougie's? Dougie's? I don't, I, I, I don't know. Dujay's? Oh, Dujay, yeah. Dujay's? Dujay's. You don't know. I don't know. All right. It's all right. So we have. <laughs> it's either Dougie's or Dujay's. So one of the two. All right. We've got Dougie's, Dujay. <laughs> da Mateo Coffee Vanilla Black. It's an imperial stout brewed with vanilla and uh, coffee. It promises a layered dream. Sweetly soft from the malts. It's robust from De Mateo Roasted Colombian Table Coffee. They left off an E. And it's, or is that Tabi? Old guy, Tabi. And it's made elegant by the addition of plush vanilla. Serve black. That's what we know. It's in a uh, smaller than normal bottle. It's in a bottle like a uh, like an old time um, like an old time soda bottle. Uh, dark malt since 2005. It's kind of got like an off greenish, yellowish label with uh, some brown and a, and a big orange spot in the middle of it. We got to paint pictures with words here, folks, because we don't have pictures. So I'm glad Nap just put on his glasses, will, just in case. Read. Just in case, I'll let you read the next one. Um, this is 13% alcohol by volume. Seriously? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So we will be ending with this one. Thank you. I just read the. Uh, I just read the label. This one's 13%. So we're gonna we're gonna end Perfect. we're gonna end with that one I think and then we'll. So we're gonna do the the bear. Let's do the bear. Yeah. All right. So next we have the big bear black stout from Bear Republic. Uh, Six point one alcohol by volume. It has a bear in the middle of it and a green background with a red star behind it and a Rastafarian. Uh, banner over the top of Bear Republic. And then did you want to read this one, Mr. Knapp, with your glasses? No, I was just reading this is a Swedish beer. 
Nice. Well, those are my people. Big Bear, as the name implies, is a hefty black stout. The stout boasts a rich caramel sweetness lavished by a robust, deep roasted hardiness you can really sink your teeth into. Drink responsibly. Don't get mauled. Be on the lookout for other rare species of specialty ales from Bear Republic. And this is Sonoma County Ales. All right. Do we know anything about this beer other than what they just told us? I know they're in the Santa Rosa area, Hillsburg. All right. So. Some people, uh, I mean, a lot of people I know like to just go ahead and dump and make lots of foam. Other people still like uh, just make it a smooth effort. Your thoughts? I like to create a little head on the beer. It, like, opens up the beer. You get more aromas and all that good stuff. So I'm more of the, if you're tasting beer to analyze, I'm more of the dump method. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's try this. down the wrong pipe. <laughs> Let's try that again. It's uh, it's sweeter, I think, than the last Definitely sweeter. effort, but it also has, to me, more of a, an aftertaste. You can definitely taste the caramel. But yeah, now I'm getting that. I'm starting to get that that thing. Jason, your thoughts? Uh, it's definitely a bigger beer. It's roastier. Has a little more caramel to it. It's also got more of the burnt, uh, hardcore like burnt uh, toast or burnt acrid quality compared to the oatmeal stout. Less creamy, but uh, I think it's uh, hitting what it's trying to be is uh, an American stout. You know, so robust, strong, roasty. When you personally are, are gauging a beer, do you gauge? solely on the experience uh, upon drinking it or do you also include a lot of what they were promising as to whether you gauge whether they're it's a successful beer i'm more on how my experience is drinking it if i enjoy the beer i like it if i don't enjoy the beer i don't i don't really care what they tell me about the beer if it tastes good and i'm enjoying it then i'm happy if i'm disappointed then i'm disappointed all right, Al, your thoughts? This beer compared to the last one, or this beer just standing on its own? I'm not a fan of this beer. That aftertaste, I'm having trouble uh, kicking that. And uh, so I don't think it's in the same league as the first beer, and I'm not saying that just because I'm sitting next to the brewmaster. It's nice, though, that you are saying that right next to the brewmaster. <laughs> yes, yes, because his elbow is very close <laughs> to my jaw. Mr. Knapp. This, uh, this is actually one time where the label does not lie because it is it does have a rich caramel flavor. You can definitely taste that. And the deep roast, like Mr. Green was saying, absolutely. Um, again, yeah, the first one was better. This one, I probably would not drink again. Probably not. All right. Well, uh, you're, I, won't, I don't, it's, it's too much. And, the, and, the, and, the, and the, the big bear, the name does imply it was too much. It's in your face. Boy, wait till you get to the 13%. <laughs> I just can't wait for that. Uh, you know what? I, I think this is a good beer. I think it's I think it's pretty well balanced. It's I don't like the aftertaste is it, it goes goes on and on, and that's one thing that gives stouts a bad name. Um, but I would definitely give this a good rating. Um, 
and also if, if you know if you read the label and this is what you're looking for and this is what you're going to get and if you like an after some people like aftertaste i don't know why but the reason they like ipas i don't understand it but that's who they are so you know judging on that do you feel comfortable I, a, a very good or excellent very good good fair cat no I would wouldn't say, feed it to your cat i would say this is very good for an american stout category it, it's hitting what it's nailing it's supposed to be bold it's supposed to have the rich roasty characters and a hoppy presence and this beer has both of them so i think they nailed what they were trying to make okay not my thing, but as you guys are saying, uh, if this is uh, is what they're trying to do and they're they're doing it, then it's right for somebody. But it's not for you. All right, and you? No, not my not my cup of beer. But absolutely, they, they advertised exactly what it is. They did not lie on the label on the bottle. So I probably would not drink this. But it's, again, if somebody likes a good stout with that aftertaste, this is their beer. You're gonna hate the 13 percent. <laughs> we'll see. All right, so we are on to beer number three, and what do we have here, sir? We have our Imperial Oatmeal Stout aged in Woodford Reserve whiskey barrels. So it's not a big boozy Russian Imperial Stout where you hit the 12, 13, 14 percent candy-like sugar beers, but it's a rich, creamy, bourbony mouthfeel, 10 percent stout. So oatmeal stout. 10%'s got a little kick to it. A little kick to it, yes. Okay. You're th- no, and we, uh, when Jason was describing, a year, a little over a year ago, a friend of mine turned me on to Woodford Preserve, and I do like that bourbon. So I'm really curious to see how this is going to taste aged in a Woodford barrel. This, I'm looking forward to it. Ooh. I, I can smell it. All right, we're smelling it, we're sifting it, we're swinging it around like it's like it's cognac, which is kind of is, isn't it? It's kind of yeah, in a way de- similar to cognac. Definitely, all those bourbon barrel beers have like a new, you know, they sit a year in a barrel or more, and they get a wine character plus all the boozy bourbon qualities pulled out of the barrel, so you get a really complex beer style out of them. All right, Mr. Savisky, your thoughts. Well, I'm a I'm a big bourbon fan, and I, I I get those bourbon notes, and I really like this. I, this this is an extra base hit. Uh, Thank you. This one, a, a real nice taste, nice richness to it. I need to borrow Al's thumb because I need more thumbs up for this. Very good. I can really taste the Woodford aged in the in the oak. It's, it's really good stuff. What what's the alcohol content? About ten percent. Ten percent. Good. It's good. Good. All right. Well, there's excellent. There's very good. There's good. Excellent. Fair. Poor. And not for me. Excellent. Not for me used to be fail, but fail seemed really harsh. So I'm going for not for me now. It's a kinder, gentler stout cast. So your rating on that? Uh, this is excellent. Just because he's sitting right next to you. We no, can, that's true. We I'm can watching his elbow, but I. Uh, this this is excellent. All right, so, so we have a couple of bourbon fans. And then we have me. And I'm not a big bourbon fan. But taking into account what's promised and then just the balance of what it is and then the aftertaste. I mean, I've had, I've had barrel-aged stouts that are, you're just like, it's gasoline. You're just like, and this does not do that. It's smooth. 
It's got a little fire to it, but it's pretty well balanced and the aftertaste is really, it's pretty abrupt. And I'd have to give this, have to give this between a good and very good. And again, assuming that I'm not a, I'm not a huge barrel stout guy, but this is, uh, this is, this is nicely done. I'm, I appreciate the effort and the quality that goes into it, even though, even though I think I like the, 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 the base that, that was yeah. made from. I, I think I like that one better. But that's just, but again, that's just that's me. Okay, yeah. Everyone so, has their own flavor preferences. Well, so. and that's the thing is like when people are, you know, listening to this, or they go online and when they're at the store and they're like, oh, hey, uh, you know, there's a bear, what is that one? Then they can go and they can see, and if we do enough of these together, and they go, oh, well, he liked that one, yeah. and I, I, I hate him, and so I'm going to not buy that. So, I mean, so hopefully we're giving people an idea. So, but no, very ni nicely done. Nicely done. All right, so. We've got this one, and then what's the what's the third what's the third we one from you? A, we have a cask one that's actually lower ABB, but it's got some pecans to it. And okay. It's on a cask, so it's warmer and less carbonated. Okay. Well, Let's do that one. It. Let's do that one next, and then we'll end we'll end with the with the fire. Sure thing. All right. While we're waiting, um, let us uh, introduce our, uh, our our guests. Uh, Al Stavitsky is the Dean of the Journalism Department at the University of Nevada. The Reynolds School of Journalism, uh, the award winner of the Grand Prize for Innovation in Journalism Education from the Online News Association, and very proud to count Bob Moffitt among our distinguished alumni. This broadcast brought to you by the University of Nevada, Reno, and by... No. Don't forget, when you're in Mackey Stadium, try the Farmer John Little Smokies. Farmer John. All right, so what is this? So this is actually a blended beer. Uh, we have a... You can, you can do, do you want to try your own? No, you can, you can, you can dump that one. You, you can dump it for All me. Right. Uh, so this is actually a blend of the first beer we had, some vintage uh, oatmeal stout, and then it was aged uh, short term on pecans, and then it's poured through a beer engine, so it's warmer, less carbonated. A beer engine is like the hand pump that you see in like an English pub, where you're pulling it through a cask. So that's called a beer engine. So it's like, we're not using CO2 to push the beer. We're actually pulling it through with a manual lever. Wow. So it's the manual labor, the sweat equity really, that makes yeah. it good. Just a unique, fun beer for our festival today. That is a very different taste. Yeah. You've really got to let people know that it's pecan before you hand it to them. You're like, hey, yeah. it's pecan, warning. Yeah. It's pecan, it's through a beer engine and it has some vintage beers in there, blended. Do you, do you not like pecans, Bob? Not a big fan. Oh, I, love, I do love a good pecan pie. So, again, I think this might be right up my alley. I, I think we found a new spot for you. I like to associate food and beer. So, you mix it. I like it. Uh, are you allowed to bring pecan pies into the oh, yeah. facility? Okay, and they've got benches outside. So, by the way, um, what's going on today? It's our uh, annual barrel takeover, so and all our own beers. So every beer you see on the menu is uh, all 20 of them brewed in-house. And then we're a barrel-focused brewery, so once a year we uh, debut uh, a barrel release, and we just pull out a bunch of interesting, unique beers, 
we are a sour-focused brewery, so we have a lot of sour beers on the menu, but a lot of non-sour beers, too. So. Um, and are you available in stores? Are we bottling at all, or is it all in-house? We have limited bottles, and we have draft and distribution, but mostly draft and distribution. Where? All arena, all in Nevada. So we're working on going into Cal Northern California. Okay, so Reno? Reno, Vegas. Basically Reno, Vegas, Carson, you know, so. Okay. Al, your thoughts? I really can taste the pecans. I'm not a, a particular pecan fan, but I really appreciate, you know, what you're trying to do. And as Chris says, if you're a pecan guy, I could see you just would be all over this. So I think it's well done of what you're trying to do. I like it. I, you can you can just taste the hint of pecans, but the, what I really like about it, there is no aftertaste to speak of, and I and it's a light finish. For I guess it would be a kind of a heavier beer. It's sitting in that like six and a half seven percent range. So, so yeah, the light finish I do I do like that absolutely. So all right, excellent, very good, good, fair, poor, not for you, very good. Okay. I think it's good. It's it's not for me, but it's good of of this ilk. Well, having never having had a pecan before, um, it's just it's a it's just it's difficult it's a difficult to get used to it. It's um is it it also has sort of a citrus. Is that the acidity from the pecans or there there's some acidity from the. Uh, the aged beer blended into this. It's not 100% oatmeal stout. We got we have some barrel aged beer blended into this cask. So that's where this city comes from. It's a it's an incredible unique taste. I've never tasted anything like it. And hats off for uh, for for the creation and for the um, for Frankensteining um, four, seven things together into something that's uh, that's definitely good. So nicely, nicely done. All right, now we're gonna now we uh, we save this one for last because it's uh, thirteen percent alcohol by volume, and we didn't want to uh, we didn't want to uh, set our taste buds on fire uh, right off the right off the get go. So this is the Douglas. This is the Dujay's coffee vanilla black. Is there such a thing as a black stout? I mean, I thought all stouts were black, but it, it's new to me if there is a, a new stout category. Well, I mean, I've seen like uh, somebody who somebody's got an obsidian, and then um, there's the uh, there's the true was a Troubadour Diablo, which I believe is the uh, the devil's uh, tailpipe. Yeah, as it were. That's a euphemism. It's a metaphor. Yeah. It's a, yeah, that's a, there you go. You have the seven second delay uh, working, Bob. On yes, that. yes I do. Seven, more like seven week delay and the length of time it's gonna take me to edit this. <laughs> well, we had a bitter beer face. I, I'm away. scared to sip this. Yeah, but smelling it, ooh, that that smell is. But I'm not gonna judge by the smell. We'll it's, see. It's thirteen. It's thirteen percent. So it's gonna it's gonna bite you. I'm shocked. 
shocked, 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 angered and dismayed, or just shocked? Just shocked that I want to say the vanilla. I think there, there's it's vanilla bean extract. I think is the vanilla I'm tasting. I think I the smell is completely different from the taste. I don't hate it. How's that? <laughs> All right. We haven't we haven't started grading yet, but I think we're going to be on the lower end for Mr. Napu. I, I like the the vanilla notes. I mean, you really are are hit with that. But I'm I'm with Chris that it's hard to get past that uh, that smell, and with the strength of it, it really kind of knocks you back. So the vanilla's big. It's a big boozy beer. The coffee, I don't know if I'm getting that. I think it's just uh, in my personal per- preference. I'm a subtle guy in beers. I love subtlety. And com- you know complexity with subtleness. This is the opposite of that. It's like in your face, uh, coffee vanilla stout. I don't know, really know which flavor I'm tasting. Um, well, the ingredients are water, barley, malt, rye. The label's scratched. Rye, malt, oats, coffee, vanilla, hops, and yeast. I'm really tasting the yeast on this. No, I'm not. Um, you know, I get, I get a little bit of the coffee. I get a lot of vanilla, and to, to to give them credit, the vanilla in it, I think, is the best vanilla taste that I've had with a vanilla beer because it's closer to what I expect from vanilla, which is, and I've had real vanilla, like vanilla made, you yeah. know, in Central America, not like imitation vanilla out of the little tube, you know. Um, so for that, I give them credit, but on the back end. The booze factor, especially compared to, to yours, is it's just it seems it seems lopsided, it seems unbalanced. So for the for the vanilla I'd have to give it a, a very good for the for the booze factor, I kinda think I'd have to give it a, a good. So it's a good, very good. Uh, Excellent. Fair, 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 because uh, the, the vanilla is d- delivers as uh, as advertised, but there's there's too much going on there. I uh, I agree with Jason. I am more of a subtle guy, and this is in your That's face. That's a lie. That's a lie. No. It's a bald faced lie. With beer. With beer. The the actually the only truly saving grace is the vanilla, and the backside with that flavor. You can get the little coffee, but I'm going to say it's fair to not for me on this beer and I think we're sharing one small bottle and I believe this is how you should drink it because of the alcohol content is a little taste and then get back to the other stuff no that's a great point I've got one at home that's more than this and it's you don't want to drive anywhere you yeah. just want to grab a group over and then and then have them sleep all on your futons um, but you know what I I like this beer I'm I like this beer I I the more I, I, I had a couple more sips off of it, and the vanilla is still there, and then but the booze factor at the end, maybe it's just wearing me down. Maybe it's like attacked my taste buds and it's disintegrated them. But I, I'm gonna give this between a good and a very good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna straddle that fence just because I really like the vanilla, um, and the uh, and and the alcohol. I think after after the, like the first assault on your tongue, I think the second time, I think it gets better than the third time. And now the fourth, yeah, I like this beer. 
So if I'm you a, survive I'm, the initial assault, then it's a good beer. Well, and that's the thing about stouts and, and some beers, but I mean, it, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, but stouts, is it not, does it ha not happen more often that in stouts you have waves and you have different experiences with every sip as opposed to a lager? Am I off base? But it seems like that. Well, I mean, I don't want to generalize lagers to ales on your flavor profile, but lagers are generally lighter, less complex beers than stouts. And then the boozier you get, and then you start adding coffee, vanilla, you got a very complex beer in front of you. I call these candy beers. So, like, they're beers that you sh share in small portions. They got, they're packed with flavor, but you can't drink a pint of them. And uh, that's that's it. they're great for what they are um, they're amazing like roller coasters on your palate but you're lucky to drink more than two three ounces until you're kind of like okay I'm tired of drinking uh, syrup so all right well thank you for letting us bring these two we didn't know yeah. what they were they just they they say black on the label and I couldn't find any others besides this and I I wanted to take it to an expert and uh, fortunately you were able to provide us with uh, with three different very different tastes uh, interspersed with those and uh, so hats off to imbibe and thank you for having us Appreciate uh, that's for having us. imbibe brewery is in Reno on East 2nd Street they are available in northern Nevada and southern Nevada and hoping to make their way into California and when they do I will be definitely recommending people go find them and pick some up taped before a live studio audience of one <laughs> Al Stavetsky's daughter. Um, thank you for joining us as well. That'll do it. We'll catch you next time.